are Maggie. And we are the Bob Snobs coming to you, not live, on sometime for on us. a Saturday. Yes, it's always live for us. People often forget that. We're doing this in one take, folks. No take backs. So this might as well be live, because I am not going to do that much editing to it. <laughs> You're going to hear all of our stupid mistakes. Of which there are Usually many. there's like three or four retakes in which we have to completely delete the audio yeah, and try again. Well, that's not ideal. Uh, for instance, last week, we missed an update recording. Actually, we missed it for the past few weeks due to flood emergencies. <laughs> My entire home. Sean's livelihood. I I live in the basement, and my basement was under three feet of water, including my laptop. R.I.P. Laptop. You will be missed. So I've got this new one. It pales in comparison. I'm sorry. R.I.P. the last three weeks of our updating schedule. (laughs) Yeah, R.I.P. Any listeners we had. And that's my top priority. I don't really give a shit about your livelihood, Sean. I just care about getting these episodes out in a timely manner. So do the listeners. (laughs) Also, our schedules have just not meshed in ever. Yeah. Because we have, like, jobs and shit. I wish I didn't, but I do. Wish I could find a rich sugar parent. Yeah, get a sugar parent. That's... Then we can give all the episodes... We can probably go to a weekly schedule if we had sugar parents. No work. I mean, probably. Yeah. Maybe. want to help pay for my livelihood in exchange for me making episodes about Spongebob. Yeah, oh my god. How about one day in the future, we will have one of those Patreon thingies, and it's like you're all our sugar parents. (laughs) (laughs) Patron literally means parent. So, like, yeah, (laughs) let's get on that. Give us free money for this really weird subset of labor. We already have the kink corner. We can do more of that. We can make that a Patreon exclusive. A whole episode related to just the kink corner. Yeah. Oh, my God. Donate to our non-existent Patreon and we can make this a reality. Just hit us up if that's something you're into. We don't have a Patreon yet, so just mail me some money. We'll figure it out. Uh, So today we are fresh. (laughs) We are fresh off of these two SpongeBob episodes. We watched Pizza Delivery and Krusty Dogs. Pizza Delivery. Immediate thoughts. I love it. It's so good. It was so good. It was, so, it was good. so good. Freaking love it. Oh my god. I forgot how many like moments and quotes and it's so quotable. Memes come from that episode. Yes. And it was the 10th episode of the series. Of the whole series? Yeah, Ooh. it was season 1 episode 10. God, getting those golden episodes out early. It's like they started really high and then <laughs> Just rolled right on down that cliff. Yeah. Now, season one, that's when they were still using, like, hand-drawn panels. And some of those you can purchase. I wonder if there's any from this episode I can purchase for, like, $200. Worth it. Right. So, Pizza Delivery is a story 
about a restaurant that decides to sell pizzas. And that restaurant is the Krusty Krab. That was a really roundabout way of saying that. Did you like it? Yeah. Thank you. So we open with SpongeBob meticulously cleaning the tables and Squidward bemoans, it's after closing, I want to go home, please hurry the fuck up. Right? Yeah. I do this constantly. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... (laughs) I'm so meticulous about cleaning shit and everyone around me is like, it's not that serious, I want to go home. And (laughs) I'm like, what if they catch this little piece of paper on the ground i need to sweep it up what if the health inspector comes in at 11 p.m (laughs) yeah and fails us for this one scrap of paper on the ground honestly if our restaurant got closed down due to health violations that would be fine with me (laughs) then you wouldn't have a job i've been looking for a reason to not work there for a while (laughs) spongebob is cleaning squidward just wants to go home because it's the end of the day And then there is a phone call, which Squidward answers to Spongebob's dismay, because he wanted to answer it, because he's an overachiever type. You don't hear what the person on the phone says, but you hear Squidward say, no, we don't deliver pizzas. And then Mr. Krabs takes this opportunity to rudely snatch the phone from Squidward's grasp and say, yes, of course we sell pizzas. Well, he also said, we're closed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Krabs just also flew right past that one. Yeah, not a concern of his, of course. And so you can see outside the color of the sky or the ocean floor or whatever is like the sun is in the process of setting. It is going down. It is nearly night. It is time for sleep. It is time for all the creatures of the world to go unconscious for about six to eight hours. Also, can we talk about how Mr. Krabs made that pizza? It was super fast. You're right. He had a platter of Krabby Patties that he smashed down he just punched into them, like really. a supreme pizza. Yeah. He just punched them into the shape of a pizza, which you're just eating burgers at that point. It's just shaped differently. A lot of themes in both of these episodes about selling the same product in a different shape for more money. That's something we do at work a lot. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) They brought out a new sandwich, which is the exact same sandwich Mm. with a different name. I don't know if they changed the price on it, though. Yeah, like we sell, we primarily sell pasta where I work. And all these different pasta noodles, it's just the same stuff in different shapes. That's all it is. You might have a different sauce. The only difference is the sauce. The noodles is the same. I couldn't think of the word sauce. All I could think of was the word flavor toppers. Flavor toppers! (laughs) Yes, I like this one. I like tomato flavored. I like tomato style flavor toppers. Yes. Yes. So Mr. Krabs just like takes 15 seconds to smash a pizza together mm-hmm. which like, like go ahead and deliver this yeah and squidward says well why don't you make spongebob do it and mr krabs agrees and says yeah take spongebob with you just take him with you you both can do it and so they head on out into this car which boat i or boat 
there's no cars. No, there's no cars. And I was sort of confused momentarily because, to my knowledge, neither SpongeBob nor Squidward owns a boat. So who's yeah? I mean, they both walk to work. Yeah, they both bike to work. So I don't. I mean, we've seen. I know that Squidward is in a boating video that they show in one of the boating school episodes. I have not seen that one. Can't comment. It must be a newer episode then. Yep. But he seems like a very good driver. Hmm. That begs the question, so, why did he make SpongeBob the non-licensed driver drive other than obviously to service the plot which ends up having them be horribly lost? I mean, I have my driver's license, but as soon as I turned... I think 21's the age that you have to be to... That you can be sitting in the passenger seat with a permit driver. Mm-hmm. And my sisters got their permits. I did not drive. Great. <laughs> All right. So SpongeBob sort of like has a panic attack behind the wheel. Um, Squidward's just like, <laughs> put it in reverse. Back up. And there's a moment where SpongeBob looks at the um, this little Prindle thing. And... <laughs> It turns to, like, Chinese script. Like, I don't know what it says. I kind of think that it says something. So I'm going to look it up real quick because I'm curious now. I'm also curious. I googled pizza delivery Chinese. I want you to guess what Google showed me in response to that. A Chinese dubbed episode of pizza delivery? I want you to guess again, but be better this time. Some conspiracy video linked to China taking over America. The results for Chinese delivery got me a bunch of Chinese takeout restaurants. (laughs) 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 Yeah. None of them sell pizza, though. Yeah, I figured Chinese delivery would would probably bring you some takeout menus yeah yeah that's what i got uh so now i'm on spongebob wiki and apparently it was just korean the korean words for forward and backward it's not some mysterious message that they were trying to get us it's pretty boring i mean it's fine but it's It's boring yeah i was expecting like some cryptic message that would be unlocked but it's just it's just the korean words for forward and backward Sometimes it's better to just play things simple. That's true. The mystery would have been more interesting if I just left it a mystery. It would have. I've ruined I've ruined the mystique, I'm sorry. For everyone. <laughs> For everyone. <laughs> All five people listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All of our family and friends. All of our family and friends. Um, okay. And so they back up. Because Spongebob puts it into reverse and just sort of screams backing up repeatedly until they are in a new land far from the Krusty Krab and the Bikini Bottom. Until they're in, like, the next town over. Right. Even beyond that, they're just in a road in the middle of nowhere, and it's now morning. So it it was dusk. Now it is dawn. At what point did Squidward just give up? 
Probably like two seconds in. That's what I would have done. I maybe would have lasted a minute. <laughs> yeah. But then, uh, as they're backing up, their fuel tank runs out of gas. It hits the E for empty. And Squidward just sort of, like, re- resignatedly says, well, you backed up. Yeah, I mean... Also, sp- like, Spongebob's backing up skills are way better than mine. <laughs> yeah, he stayed on the road for the whole time, so credit where probably, credit's due. Probably had to avoid at least a couple cars. Yeah, or, you know, they avoided him. Or they avoided him, more, more likely. more likely scenario, yeah. And just, like, overall, very good. I can't back up more than... Like, 15 feet without swerving. (laughs) Yeah. My reverse is terrible. I only look forward. Last week, I drove my dad's car, which which was parked on the other side of the driveway than I was used to. And so I, like, turned into the grass of my front yard because I wasn't used to that. (laughs) So that's that's how my backing up skills are. (laughs) Just panic. <laughs> yeah. And the car even has, like, one of those little, like, cameras coming out of the back so you can see the road that you're backing up on. Still fucked it up. <laughs> Still fucked it up. It might have made it worse, actually, because I was overthinking it. I was like, okay, I got three mirrors, and then I've got this camera, and then I can look over my shoulder. Oh, okay, I'm on the grass now. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm, I'm fucking this up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And so they, they they exit the vehicle, um, and Squidward exclaims, how could this get any worse? And he kicks the boat, and the little uh, dial on the E for empty sign, like, goes to F because of Squidward kicking it, and it just drives away. It's gone. Which, I, I feel that. Yeah. Like, that's the height of visual comedy to me. Like, just because the dial switched to a different setting, it changes the contents of the fuel tank. I love that shit. (laughs) It's so good. It's very good. Yeah. And so Spongebob is like, never fear. Uh, I watched this documentary on the pioneers, and they used to hitchhike. So I know all about hitchhiking now. And so he begins this very intricate dance resembling, like, you know those videos of the freaky birds doing the mating dances? Yes. Yeah, that's what he was doing, basically. He was making all these weird noises, like, sort of like yodeling, but, like, bad. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, if you ever watch the Polar Express, when they pull on the guy's beard to scare the elk away... That's the noise he makes. I am not familiar with that because the Polar Express scared me as a child. <laughs> oh, my school, like pretty much every school I went to would show that every Christmas and we'd have a pajama day. Well, that's fun, isn't it? I enjoyed it. We watch Freedom Riders in like every single English class and that's it. I feel like I know what Freedom Riders is. It's about Martin Luther King, isn't it? It's about... I think so. Honestly, for the number of times I watched it, I never actually absorbed any of the information that was in it. Was it the one where the kid 
is visiting the house the the house and like looks at the pocket watch and goes back in time I don't know. <laughs> I just bragged I about how many times I've watched lot. it. I couldn't tell you a single thing that happens in that movie. There's like a classroom of children, and I'm sure they do something. I remember a scene from this movie now where Hilary Swank talks to one of the kids in, and I'm quoting the re- Wikipedia article, racially divided Los Angeles school. <laughs> She's talking to a racially divided child, and she says, So you hate all white people because your father was shot by a white cop? And she was like, Yeah. She's like, That's just as racist as a white person shooting a black person. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Is it? So that's what that movie's about. Unless I'm remembering a different movie, but I don't think I am. Anyway. Anywho, speaking of, of which, I don't tangent. remember where we started, where we uh, left off. Oh, he was gonna sp- walk sp- in front of an eighteen wheeler. <laughs> he was gonna walk in front of an eighteen wheeler. Um, so he's sort of doing this mating dance and call, mating dance and Polar Express call in the middle of the road, and an eighteen wheeler drives up, and you can see the driver, and he's like. You darn break dancers or something. I and think I think they said frickin' frackin' break dancing teens. Okay, because I could never dancers. understand. I could never understand what he was saying. I could just vaguely make out the word break dancers. I always thought they were saying unintelligible gibberish. Yeah, this time I did hear break dancers, and if you say frickin' frackin' break dancing teens, I'm inclined to believe you so he hates these breakdancers and he is ready to kill yeah that's exactly what i wrote i wrote intent to kill in my notes this guy was gonna straight up murder spongebob because he hates Over break a dancers. dance <laughs> yeah so that's the kind of character this guy is that's all i need to know about him uh He's on a collision course for Spongebob. What is... I just want to know what his name is. Killa. With an A. Do you think he's killed before? He's the highway murderer. Yes. He's the highwayman. No. He's only called truck driver. Oh, that's so sad. He doesn't get a name. It was his debut episode, though. <laughs> Starting with a bang. Now we do also meet Tom. Tom. Oh, is he Tom. the pizza guy? Yes. Yeah. Dang, Tom. We, we see Tom again in uh Chocolate. Or Chocolate Sales. What's that episode called? Chocolate with nuts. Chocolate with nuts, that's what it's mm-hmm. called. He's the one that just loses his mind. Well, a motherfucker loves to eat. Mm-hmm. Tom loves pizza and chocolate. He knows what Diet he wants. Diet Dr. Kelp. All right. Anyway, so Sp- Squidward actually saves SpongeBob's life in this moment. He sweeps him out of the way of the 16-wheeler crazy murderer guy. Not today. Not today. Not today. Not today. Not today. Um, 
which I thought was nice because, you know. Yeah, I felt like this episode was showing a lot of I can be mean to SpongeBob, but you can't be mean to SpongeBob. Right. And you know what that also did story-wise is since this is a cartoon, they could have had SpongeBob, you know, just get run over and he could be comically flattened because we see that sort in cartoons like they did all the time. Squidward later in the episode. Yeah. The, the Squidward did get run over by a boulder or rock or whatever you want to call it. It's a rock. Yeah. But SpongeBob, the fact that he was saved implies that the stakes are real, you know? Like, <laughs> he could have been hit, and then that's the unknown factor of what would have happened if he gotten hit. They would have just been like, oh, he's comically flat, but he's going to be okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, because sometimes they're comically flat. Sometimes they end up in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. It depends on what the story needs in that moment. But yep. they chose to have Squidward save SpongeBob. And instead of and not having, make like, that decision, yeah. So I really appreciated that because they could have gone the easy route, but they didn't. Better that way. Mm-hmm. And so they are trekking uh, on this road for a while, and SpongeBob, out of boredom or perhaps just whimsy in general, starts singing. You know, he starts doing the little butt wiggle. And he's, like, singing in various genres. Just just trying out a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, passing the time. It's like, the Krusty Krab pizza is the pizza for you and me. Just, like, sh- workshopping some theme songs for their new product. It's got to have a jingle. It has got to have a jingle. You know, if it's going ha- to be a hit, the commercials are going to come, you know... You're, it's gonna play over the radio. You gotta, yep. gotta, you gotta have a jingle. You gotta have the name in the jingle. Repetition is all that works, guys. It's the gotta it's drill it into works. your brain. Yep, and drill he does because hours appear to pass as Squidward and SpongeBob walk this lonely road, <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Squidward never really complains about it, even though you can see visually that he's kind of annoyed. He doesn't really say anything until they are both exhausted and they pass out on the ground from exhaustion. And also, like, hunger. Oh, yeah, 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 they're because, hungry. Uh, Squidward's like, oh, well, you should check on the pizza, you know, is it all right? Squidward convinces SpongeBob to open up the pizza box so they can just check quote-unquote check on the pizza make sure it's still all right which he's been holding this pizza like on its side this whole journey pretty much how is it not just like a pile on the side of the box that's a good question that i cannot answer but it isn't a pile on the side of the box and they open it and it looks pretty good it's the same magic that caused it to turn into a pizza to begin with. Yes, exactly. Now you're place. getting it. So they're staring at this pizza very hungrily, and SpongeBob sort of licks his lips and drools a little out of hunger, salivates, you know. And then he realizes what is happening, and he shuts the pizza box closed, and he's like, you just want to eat the pizza! And they have this whole confrontation it's for the customer. It's for the customer. Um, 
SpongeBob is running around and Squidward just in a sandstorm. In a sandstorm, it has begun to blow wind and sand everywhere very violently. And Squidward is like, don't make me take it away from you. And they sort of run around. And then after a while, Squidward's endurance just fails and he gives up. But SpongeBob is still running panickedly around. Until they are sucked into a tornado. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of the pizza box. uh, SpongeBob's refusal to let go of the pizza box that forces them into the tornado because the wind is catching the box. Like, sort of like a parachute, you know? Yeah. And then then Squidward holds on to SpongeBob, which, again, he didn't have to do, but he did, so that's nice. And they are both sucked into this tornado. I mean, I think he held on to SpongeBob because he didn't want to fall to his death at that point. Well, it was because SpongeBob was holding the pizza box that they were being blown in in the first place. Yeah, but by the time he looked down, they were, like, high up in the air. Well, at that point, he was like, do not let go of the pizza box because then we will fall to our deaths. But before that, he was telling him to let go of it so that they wouldn't be caught up in the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he the tornado deposits them in a faraway place where there is no road. So before they were following a path, and now there is no path to follow. And this sends Squidward into a sort of panic. And then uh, SpongeBob sees this rock with moss growing on it, and he's like, look! Moss always points we... towards civilization, which is good. <laughs> which I've heard something. No, it's moss always grows north. That's yeah, no, saying. that would be wild if it always points toward the nearest metropolitan area. <laughs> it senses the vibrations. Yeah. <laughs> it can also predict the future. It knows when a city's going to become... A busy metropolitan area. That's why the moss grows there. Precisely. Squidward says, if you say we should go that way, I'm going in the opposite direction. Because, again, Spongebob was talking about how the pioneers taught him this and blah, blah, blah. And Squidward's, like, been burned too many times by the pioneers. Um, but as they walk away, we just look over the hill and it was pointing to, like, a huge busy city. Yeah. Which, how would they not have heard the noise? I don't know, but I remember as a kid that really tripped me up. I was like, if they had just gone a little bit further that way, then they if would they have had, seen like, it. like, just checked. Yeah, that really tripped me up. Yeah, like, that sort of annoyed me. Like, just look, just double check that he's not wrong. Right. You could have cut, cut, cut out so much time and heartache if you just checked. Yeah, it just sort of made me think about how random everything is. Like, he just chose a random direction, and that just happened to not be in the direction of the of the city. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It sort of got me thinking about, like, leaving things to chance and what that really means. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was a weird kid. Oh, I thought you were talking about now. I'm like, that's getting pretty deep. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that was when I was a baby. <laughs> Um, and so then they stumble upon this large rock, and Spongebob excitedly crawls on top of it, and he's like, we're saved! And he screams that we're saved repeatedly, and Squidward is like, I I don't understand what you're talking about. (laughs) You're, you've gone insane. Yeah, oh yeah, he's finally gone insane, great. Um, 
It's like, that's just a stupid boulder, SpongeBob. And SpongeBob tearfully says, it's not just a boulder. It's a rock. It's a rock. (laughs) (laughs) The pioneers used to drive these babies for miles. Yeah. And Squidward, in disbelief, says, you cannot convince me that we are going to take directions from a rock. And then the rock just, like, goes, man. Yeah, like, he just, just turns that thing on and, like, Yeah, zoom. he, like, revs it. You know, <laughs> he revs it. And he does flatten Squidward, which we were joking about before, but Squidward gets flattened, mm-hmm. which is like, yeah, okay, if you're going to make someone the butt of the joke, then it's going to be Squidward, probably, just just statistically speaking. Yeah, usually. Yeah, which also got me thinking... Like, Spongebob can't drive a boat, but he can drive a rock just fine. Like, that makes so much sense. <laughs> you don't have to have a license to drive a paddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my or God. a rock. Um, so, Squidward and Spongebob arrive at the customer's house um, with the pizza in hand, and... They still haven't eaten anything. They haven't slept overnight. It's the next day. And they knock on this guy's door. And he comes out. He's like a big guy. He's got his beer belly poking out from under his shirt. Named so Tom. See. His name is Tom. <laughs> Gotta acknowledge it. Gotta acknowledge Tom. Tom kind of let himself go. He's not wearing a shirt that fits him for some reason. Sometimes you just have those days. <laughs> you're not really interested in like you know maybe he was an innovator and he wore the first crop top maybe <laughs> um so he at first he's very excited and on board for the delivery which is like they delivered it almost a full 24 not full 24 hours but like 12 hours after you placed the order so i don't really understand <laughs> Like, at that point, even I would argue that you get the pizza for free. Right, yeah. But, like, also, it's still hot, so... Somehow, yeah. But he gets the... He's about to take the pizza, but he's like, wait a second. Where's my diet... Where's my drink? Where's my diet Dr. Kelp? And Spongebob is, like, frantically going over the order, and he's like, I don't know. You didn't order any of that. And he's like, how am I supposed to eat my pizza without my drink? Just very angrily and like, oh, it made me so mad because <laughs> sometimes people are just like that. Yeah, it's just like, bud, get over yourself. Like, I've met this man many times. <laughs> oh, I have too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Especially when we run out of bread so they can't like, they can't have their specific bread for the one sandwich. Mm. The world is going to end. Yeah. Like, no, it's not. No, it's not. There's no taste different. There's, like, so little taste difference. Get over yourself. <laughs> yeah. And so he just goes off on SpongeBob. He's like, don't you ever once think of the customer. He slams the door right in his face. And it's just so, like, this is just the perfect moment. Like, this is the opus of the episode i don't know if i'm using that word right probably not this is like 
Because, so like, good. the whole thing has just been building up to how dedicated Spongebob is to the customer, to customer service. And then he's just standing there. He this... went through a tornado for this customer. Yeah. He risked his life many a time to get stupid pizza to this guy. <laughs> and this is the thanks he gets. And he crawls back. He walks back to the rock. Yeah. And just... He's got, like, his smile frozen on his face. But you can tell, like, whoever drew these fucking panels, man, like, they did it. <laughs> they knew. They, they knew. They this... worked in this industry. Oh, they were... They were spot on. It was like a smile, but his eyes were just not part of the smile. They were not cooperating with the rest of the face. And then he just The smile collapses. was there, but his eyes were dead. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and so yeah. he just falls to the ground and Squidward's like, sponge? <laughs> And he's just like crying and soaking up his tears and then crying them yeah, out yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, because he's a sponge. So that was just a fun vis- visual gag. And Squidward decides to take things into his own hands because he's had enough of this. Yeah, Squidward was like the audience insert that we all want. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he was like the. Um, wish fulfillment character for those two seconds <laughs> like that's what i've always wanted to do uh, that's what i've thought about doing before walking out <laughs> yeah he takes the pizza knocks on the door and the guy's like i already told you little buddy i'm not paying for this like i don't want it you didn't bring me my drink and so he's like, no, this is on the house. Then he killed him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he killed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, he can't have killed Tom because Tom shows up in a later episode. But he severely maimed Tom. Tom does show up as a different color. <laughs> Perfect. He goes from orange to green. Perfect. But all we see is Squidward just so shoving hard, the pizza. He turned different colors. Yes. He punches him in the face with the pizza. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he returns to SpongeBob and he's like, well, he ate it. Ate the whole thing in one bite. No drink. <laughs> no drink. Which is perfect and beautiful. And he's like, let's go home, getting back on the rock. And Spongebob says, are you you kidding kidding me? me? We have just enough time to make it back for work. Yeah. Which I'm sorry. Yeah. If I've spent all night delivering this one pizza, I'm not coming in for work. I'm sorry. Dude, no way. I might come in later. Absolutely not. But. No sleep, no food, no nothing. Wandered the desert thinking that I was going to die here. No. No. (laughs) But, yeah. The moral of the story is... The moral of this story is fuck customers. Just fuck all customers. If you've ever been a customer, fuck you. 
just watch her co-workers backs <laughs> true true solidarity the working class must unite <laughs> workers of the world unite so how many crusty crab pizzas would you rate this episode oh my god like honestly i don't do this often i'm giving it a 10 out of 10 crusty crab pizzas yeah, I was going to do the same thing. Yeah. 10 out of 10 Krusty Krab pizzas. I love this episode so, so much. Good. Oh my god, it's so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's just so much that I love about this episode. And I was just laughing nonstop <laughs> throughout it. Yes. It's just such a good episode. Yeah, SpongeBob and Squidward, like, getting along, doing, like, a buddy episode. That's, like, perfect. Yeah. And Mr. Krabs isn't isn't in it too much, but he's in it just enough to be evil and send them on their stupid journey. On their journey. Yep. All right, that's a unanimous 10 out of 10. I think our first one. I think so, too. So that means this is <laughs> unobjectively the best episode of Spongebob. So that's good. That's fun. Yeah. 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 You can put that on the Wikipedia. Best episode. I don't know that they're asking our opinion. <laughs> Doesn't matter if they're asking. That's a fact. They should. I don't know that there's any other Spongebob podcasts out there. True. We've cornered that market. We are the authority. <laughs> We are the sponge authority. What we say goes. What we say is this is the best episode of Spongebob that has ever been created. <laughs> Hands down. Beautiful. <laughs> um, then we watched Krusty Dogs. Sort of unfairly, yeah. We have to compare it to Krusty Dogs. Which was, like, fine. <laughs> that I was liked my first, this episode. That's my first impression. I liked it. It was fine. I generally enjoyed it. It was bringing back a lot of memories for me. Oh, have you seen it before? No, just of like customers in my daily life. Ah, yeah, those guys. <laughs> those star players of customer that just stares you dead-eyed as you try to have any sort of human interaction. Yeah, there was a lot of that going around, it seemed. And so the plot of this episode, it's Spongebob invents, like, hot dogs, basically. He invents the crusty dog. It starts in the worst way with, like, how a thing could be invented. It starts with him making Krabby Patties by, like, just rolling out Krabby Patty meat into, like, a sheet. And then yeah. taking what I can only describe as, like... It was like a cookie Like what, cutter. two, three inch wide thing of PVC pipe? But he like would just cut holes and then he stuck it to his mouth and yeah. blew out. So it landed on the table like two feet away. And that's a health code violation if I've ever seen one. Yes. Folks. It was so... I'll never want to eat at the Krusty Krab ever. No, if each... Krabby Patty gets a personal wet kiss from Spongebob. I don't really want to be eating that. Yeah, that's a hard pass from me. It's a hard pass from me as well. But 
almost worse than that is SpongeBob takes the remaining meats that was like, like, you know, when you make cookies and you use the cookie cutters, it's the remaining dough. He wraps all, he like rolls all of that up and he makes various shapes with it. He, he immediately, it, the first thing he does it tur- is turns it into a top hat that he yeah. puts on his head. He puts it directly on his head. That's not Be- sanitary. Before he, he takes it off and starts doing other, like, he makes it into crafting a, other things. He makes it into, like, a telephone, and he puts it to his ear. Very unsanitary. Yeah, it makes a Gary that, like, talks. I don't know if he was stuffing his hand inside there to make it talk. That's... I assume he just made an anatomically correct Gary that had a life of its own, and then he immediately he then killed destroyed. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he like accidentally made it into a hot dog shape. Yeah, or as the characters will repeatedly and insistently call it, a wiener shape. I think this whole episode was a bet between a couple <laughs> of the storyboard creators. To see how many times they could put Wiener into an episode. Yep. And in increasingly in... in increasingly disturbing ways. Mm-hmm. At one I'm just gonna go out and say it. At one point they say, We're gonna make this whole Wiener thing blow right up in his face. <laughs> so yes. that happened. Yes, so that happened. That was the sentence that was said. In this episode of SpongeBob SquarePants for Children. I mean, <laughs> they had to have said the word wiener at least 30 or 40 times Around in this that one number. episode. Around that number, I agree, yes. It was it was like every other sentence contained yeah. that word. Yeah, we could probably do one of those videos where you count how many times a word is said with a little ding noise. You know how videos do that sometimes. Or it speeds up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it speeds up every time they say the word wiener. Um, but yeah, Spongebob concocts this wiener shape and he's just sort of awestruck by his own creation. And so he sticks it in like a boiling pot and then we get a title screen that says one wiener later. And then <laughs> we he see brings it into yeah. Mr. Krabs yeah. on a bun, which yeah, he... this thing is disgusting. It has touched his head. It has touched yeah. his ear. It has does, had does a life. Good. It's just nasty. It is nasty. It's been all over SpongeBob's many, many orifices. It has gotten one of his wet kisses. Yeah. It's just gross. It's very gross. And so he's like sort of pitching this to Mr. Krabs. And Mr. Krabs is like, no, you're not really selling me on this. And he's like, oh, I've made it from leftover materials. And then he's like, oh, okay. Which sort of struck me as unrealistic. I think Mr. Krabs would have found a way to use all of the leftover materials. He would have cut down on waste, like, with a fine point. Yeah, I feel like he has, like, zero food waste. Yeah. Like, even, like, I was using, like, a cookie dough analogy before, when you run out of, like, space to put the cookie cutter, you just roll up your leftover dough and your leftover dough and roll it out with a rolling pin again, right? Yeah, but I mean, eventually it gets too small for you to be able to do that. Yeah, but then it becomes too small to make a patty. That's true. So you true. can't really do anything with it. I suppose put it on top of another patty. True. Like, push it in there. 
So, Mr. Krabs wasting any meat, any patty meat, unrealistic. But other than that, besides that, ignoring that, um, he is enticed by the idea of minimizing uh, food waste. And then um, we cut away to outside of the Krusty Krab. Uh, Squidward is out taking what can only be described as a smoke break. Though yeah, he I was is, about to say. Yeah. He is not smoking because this is SpongeBob SquarePants. And they don't do that there. Otherwise, Squidward would definitely be a smoker. Oh, for sure. You can read it in every like facet of his personality. He just exudes smoker energy. Mm-hmm. Laid back stone. Not it's not stoner dude, but just like, God, I need a cigarette. That sort of attitude. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And because Squidward is outside, a customer enters, and there is no one to take his order. So he sort of leans into the server window to see Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob's conversation, and he after takes saying. The phrase that drives me up the wall. He's like, <laughs> Please do. I thought it, it said that they were open, but there's no one here. Yeah. Does that happen a lot? Yes. I'm sorry. There's no one will wait like the 15 seconds for us to walk from the back to the front. Yeah, and like so... sometimes there are multiple jobs that one person has to perform and they can't always be at your beck and call. Sorry. <laughs> that was just like, I heard that and I immediately just got hit with like a wave of anger. Yeah. When I first started serving, there was this one table that complains to my manager because I wasn't like always there for her. She, she like, I had like this big party of like, 11 people that I was paying more attention to than her and he was like oh was she ignoring any of your needs and she said no she just was paying more attention to that party than she was to me (laughs) he's like oh okay so uh, you just like to complain huh sorry about you yeah she wanted you to sit down at the table with her yeah it's like I don't like it when she was in places that I wasn't when she was doing things that weren't for me, didn't like that. No. I thought she disappeared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have any object permanence, so when she's not there, I assume she's gone forever. <laughs> she comes back sometimes to refill my drink. And then she disappears again. So she's gone and my drink is gone forever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, people. But yeah, he looks through the little window and um, he gets a gander of this wiener. <laughs> um, and he says, wow, take a look at that. How Are you selling that? Can I have one of those? And Mr. Krabs is like, well, it depends. Are you willing to pay for it? He's like, uh, it depends on how much. How about the same price of the same price of a Krabby Patty? And he's like, yeah. I guess. How about double the price of a Krabby Patty? Now you're speaking my language. Because more expensive means better. Yeah, we increase the price, so that means the quality is a lot higher. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and so they add 
crusty dogs to the menu and a bunch of customers show up and one of them is like i'd like to request a wiener and <laughs> after say uh, after it was something like they just changed I'm the word. tired of eating Krabby Patties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and too. they see this Why guy. Why did you come to the restaurant? I know. <laughs> exactly. But they're like, like, I'm going to go where they sell sandwiches, even though I'm so darn tired of sandwiches. I know there's other restaurants in town, but <sighs> we're going to go to the Krusty Krab, even though I'm tired of Krabby Patties. Exactly. Then they see this dude walk out with his wiener. They're like, hey, where'd you get that wiener? I'd like to request a wiener. And then they come up to the sand, like, in droves. And they just chant the word wieners repeatedly. Which is like, that's got to take the wiener count up to, like, at least 20. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. They just keep bouncing it up. Right. And so they start moving wieners like hotcakes. Um... (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all night. And SpongeBob gets sort of like nostalgic for the days when they were just selling uh, regular old Krabby Patties. Regular old Krabby Patties. And Mr. Krabs goes up to the menu, the board with the menu, and he crosses out, he crosses Krabby Patties off of the menu, and SpongeBob just straight up passes out, like, straight up. He just, he's just out. He's down. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Then we cut to paramedics, like, resuscitating him and stuff. And then we turn... And he thinks this is all just a bad dream. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I had a dream that Mr. Krabs took Krabby Patties off the menu. Um, then as and we he... see Mr. Krabs yeah. pushing the grill out, leaving just this like greasy streak, it's this gross. greasy path to follow before throwing it onto the trash heap, which for me, this seemed unrealistic because that stove was still working like it still had, if even a breath of life in it, Mr. Krabs would have sold it. Yeah, he wouldn't Maybe... have just thrown it away. There's profit to be made. Maybe visually, it's just more, like, moving to see it be tossed in the dumpster, you know? I suppose that makes sense. It's more visually, like, apparent what's going on. And then SpongeBob complains, but it's called the Krusty Krab. You can't just take away the Krabby Patties. And But then Mr. Krabs takes this stuff to heart and renames the establishment the Krusty Dogs. Which is the name of is the title of this episode, The Krusty Dogs. Yeah. And so seeking some like backup, uh SpongeBob approaches Squidward and says, Has anything ever happened to you at work that makes you feel demeaned or disrespected or whatever? And he was like, Yeah, being hired. <laughs> yeah. Which is like okay. I heard you laugh at that. And Squidward says, There is nothing that could make this job more humiliating or demeaning to me. And then we do like a sort of smash cut to Squidward standing outside wearing like a hot dog costume to sell the crusty dogs and promote them. 
Which then, of course, there's the mom and her kid. Shitty little kid. It's always the same shitty little kid. Yeah. I think Jimmy was the one that also made fun of Sandy in squirrel jokes. Probably. <laughs> and then the same mom. No, it mom, was Billy. It was Billy, Billy, yeah. And she's like, stay away, Billy. You might catch it stupid from the yeah. squirrel. It's like not a good mother raising a even worse child. Mm-hmm. I hate them. <laughs> They're what's wrong with America. And then the child just kicks Squidward, and the mother lets it happen without yeah. doing anything. Doesn't say anything. Yeah. And so Squidward agrees, all right, I guess this job, it was possible for this job to get even worse, so I'll help you. And so, much like in pizza delivery, uh, SpongeBob and Squidward team up to solve a problem, which I am a, I'm a fan of that dynamic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, unfortunately, um, Squidward says, those wieners have got to go. Which brings the wiener count up another tick. It's just a rough episode. It's very rough. And so <laughs> Squidward runs in saying that he has horrible abdominal pain Yeah. from the wieners. Yeah, he's like on the ground dragging himself towards this woman he's like i think it's because i ate all of those wieners and she's like eh. oh well i don't care about how uh harmful uh health issues yeah and then uh spongebob like runs some food he runs a, a crusty dog to a table of customers and the guy is like I wonder what makes these taste so darn good. And Spongebob sort of leans up and whispers in his ear. And he's like, it's the nose hairs and recycled dental floss. Which, well, gross. Yeah. And he actually sort of has a reaction to this. (laughs) He's like, oh, gross. I mean, if he didn't, that would be concerning. Yeah. But I mean, he ate it anyway. So that's concerning in itself. Yeah. And so then they notice that none of their actions have deterred the customers from actually eating the food. And Spongebob says, no, yeah, Spongebob is like, this is when he says, I've got an idea that'll make this whole wiener thing blow up right in his face, which we've all already mentioned. And mm-hmm. we don't need to go over that again of why it's disturbing. So he takes a long balloon like you might use for a balloon animal. Oh, no, we were skipping the best part. He takes a hot dog to a customer, drops it off, and he says, Can I bring you something else? Dead-eyed stare. (laughs) For, like, three whole seconds. Okay, I guess not. I have this interaction daily. Daily. I have this. Yeah. Yeah. They just ignore you. (laughs) I talk to them. They say nothing. I repeat myself. They look her over their shoulder like they heard the whispers of a ghost. Then I just walk away. What was that? Was that a... What? I didn't hear anything. Yeah. yeah. It was Did I hear? Like... Must have Somebody been the wind. Somebody said something. It must have been the wind. <laughs> it must have. There's no people around here to make that noise. <laughs> <laughs> 
now that the food's here, there's only me and my party members at this restaurant. Yep. Like, the weird thing is half the time, the person is just sitting by themselves. Like, they're just sitting. That sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. That's what the balloon was for, is he wrapped the, the crusty dog meat around the balloon. Yeah, he has it tied up to, like... An air pump. An air pump, and he starts pumping as this guy brings the hot dog closer to his mouth. And somebody looks over and is like, That wiener's about to blow! <laughs> I didn't catch that one. My audio cut out right then. I just heard it about to blow. I should have known. Yeah. And SpongeBob continues pumping, and the guy is just oblivious because apparently he's like... <laughs> Only got eyes for his food. And then it does explode. And it's pretty bad. Yeah, there is Krabby Patty fixins everywhere. Yeah, and so this apparently works. People are fine. Because everybody runs screaming from the restaurant. Yeah, people are eating. People are fine eating nose hairs and recycled dental floss, but they draw the line at getting food on their clothes. I can't. I. No. <laughs> I can't. I can't. You can't? I don't care if a little food gets on me. I cannot have that sort of thing in my food. (laughs) Well, I guess you wouldn't fit in in Bikini Bottom. No, I don't think I would. (laughs) That's the last straw. They're out of there. And this apparently convinces Mr. Krabs, okay, uh, it's time to stop serving these crusty dogs. And they put Krabby Patties back on the menu. So Spongebob and Squidward succeeded in their teamwork, except they didn't because Squidward still suffers. They put Squidward Squidward in a Krabby Patty costume to advertise the return of the Krabby Patty. And then this time the mom kicks him, which is like so sad. You can see the child's role models. Yeah. Monkey see, monkey do. And apparently, monkey kicks, like, service workers. Yeah. So, I did enjoy this episode. I um, did, too. Because, again, the thesis appeared to be fuck customers, which I can always get behind. But it was a little bit, um, honestly, it was a little repetitive. In what way? Uh, Maybe not repetitive. That's not the right word. I mean, it was repetitive in the way that they saw how many ways they could use the word wiener in an episode. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah. In increasingly upsetting ways. Yeah. I guess what I like about it less is that Squidward does not get a happy ending. I always yeah. like it when Squidward gets to be gets to have those little victories. But he was just worse off than when he started which i don't really enjoy and spongebob was just as good as where he started he didn't grow or get better i mean he got better in the way that he got his grow back so he was happier well he got better by returning to the status quo at the beginning of the episode Mm -hmm. so his arc is more of a a lack of change Mm. of going back to the beginning like a sitcom style you're not going to change as a person. We're just going to return everything to the status quo. Got to maintain. Yeah. 
which is like fine for a 11 minute sitcom style cartoon but if pizza delivery was able to like give squidward a whole arc where he cares about spongebob and does something nice for someone for a change then there's no excuse for any of the rest of the episodes either no not at all so i enjoyed it not up to snuff of pizza delivery so i'm gonna give it like a mm, an eight i was gonna say seven but i think it's an eight actually yeah, I was aiming. I was actually aiming for about eight out of ten crusty dogs. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm glad we are agreeing lately. Yeah. So, if you're going to take anything away from this episode, it's fuck customers. If you go to a fast food be considerate location, you got to understand we're all doing our best in this world. <laughs> Be considerate. Know that we're doing our best. Yeah. Like, I'm getting paid half a minimum wage to <laughs> to bring some spaghetti to your table. So. And wait at your beck and call for some more water. Yeah. <sighs> hmm. So, thank you so much for listening to us talk about <laughs> these yeah, episodes. Yeah, thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you for listening to our our grievances about the service industry. Our anger. Our our visceral anger is showing. <laughs> As it sometimes does. Yeah. Um, I guess the only thing that could have been better in both of these is Mr. Krabs could have had more of a comeuppance. He didn't really get a comeuppance. I mean, I mean Tom nice. did. Tom did. Oh, Tom certainly did. He died. Tom he died. He died and came back. You don't see him again for the rest of the episode, so I'm assuming he died. How's your object permanence? I know you say he didn't, but it's in my canon that he died. All right. <laughs> my object permanence isn't great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, if you have even a second, it would help us so much for you to rate us on iTunes um, so more people can see our show. Um, if you want to get more information, uh, check out our Twitter at Bob Snobs Pod. I wonder how iTunes is sh- getting shut down. So I wonder where reviews will go now. iTunes? Oh, yeah. Wait, what do you mean? What? iTunes is getting shut down? Yeah, Apple's shutting down iTunes. What the fuck? Yeah. That Have you not heard about this? I literally haven't. <laughs> so um. I guess... Fuck, scratch that. You don't got to rate shit because it doesn't matter anymore. I mean, you can also <laughs> rate us on your, you know, podcatcher of choice. Sure. I don't have iTunes. If it's not as iTunes, a... who cares? I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do because my podcatcher feeds into iTunes. Yeah, iTunes is like, they're not going to get rid of iTunes. It's iTunes, man. I feel like it's going to go into like... They'll like change the format or change how it is, but they can't. Yeah, just they're get gonna rid of do it. something. They're gonna rebrand it. Yeah. They're gonna put a new name on the same product. Exactly. Like the Krusty Dog. Um, but in the meantime, we will see you two Saturdays from this day, assuming nothing else gets flooded. Uh, but until then, I'm at ground level now, so it shouldn't. So fuck <laughs> Mr. Krabs. Fuck Mr. Krabs indeed. Mm-hmm.